Welcome to Keeping It 100, Oklahoma High School Sports. I'm with my man Big E tonight, and we got a special guest in the house, Coach Chris Blink with the Harrow Panthers. Hey, Coach, how are you doing tonight, Coach? I'm doing great. Excited to be here. Coach, it's good to have you on the show. I know with everything's going on the last few years at Harrow, you guys are trying to get it turned around. So for the people that don't know you, tell us a little bit about yourself, Coach. Yeah, uh, originally from California, moved here when I was 13 years old. Uh, had, a, had a great experience in high school football, really, uh, you know, it gave me a lot of opportunities, molded me into the person I am today. And uh, as I seek further education, I look for opportunities to, to really make an impact on my community and just kids in general and helping the youth and, and pursue this. And, and it's really taken off. Uh, got to go to college in Northeastern State. Uh, got, got out of college and, and linked back up with my high school coach, and we went down to Antlers, Oklahoma, uh, where, where we did about five or six years there and re really turned that program around and then had the opportunity to come to Hera last year as a defensive coordinator and, and really take on a big project there. And, and you know, uh, last year the, the job came open and, and applied, and, and we're here today, man. That's good, Coach. That's good to see you doing big things in Hera. You know, in the last few years, you guys haven't had winning records, and right now you're sitting at 500. I know the season early, you lost a tough game this Friday night, a double overtime, man. I know uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it. You know, how did that kind of game go down? Because you were supposed to play John Marshall. That game got canceled because Oklahoma City Schools got shut down because what's going on. So you guys picked up your game against Cushing. So, I mean, how did that game kind of go down? Yeah, I mean, talking about this whole situation with COVID and stuff like that, we, we played class in the week before, and then right in the midst of that game, we find out that OKC Public Schools are not going to – they're going to be shut down immediately. And so later that night, uh, we, we, we linked up with Cushing. They're, they was going to play class the next week, and so they uh, were, were able to move that up. And like I said, I really appreciate that opportunity because in today's times, we don't know week to week, day to day, right. what exactly is going on. <laughs> yeah. uh, but specific to the game last night, like I said, it, uh, Cushing's homecoming um, – just throughout the day, we had some stuff come up, some phone call, a lot of distractions and stuff like that. But the kids came ready to play, really bought in. Um, you know, I think our MO this season's really been defensively what we've been able to do. And uh, uh, Friday night, our offense kind of blossomed a little bit. Uh, specifically, we, we moved some guys around. I know uh, Demarion Cooper, he, he's a senior for us. Um, and he, he's already got a couple offers as far as on the offensive side of the ball. But we needed him this week to play defense. Nice. So he really embraced that, and, and that's something I want everybody to know is we got a lot of guys that week to week, man, they, they'll switch up roles, switch up assignments to do whatever it takes necessary to give ourselves a chance to win. And so uh, on the offensive side of the ball, that affected us because we were really limited. I felt like who we could uh, throw the ball to offensively. And so Colton McAwee stepped up. I think his final stats for the game ended up being 11 catches for 200 yards. Ooh, and, and he wow. had four That's touchdowns. Ooh, on a Friday he, night. Uh, on a Friday night, hey, yeah, I think he, yeah. uh, he caught three and he threw one. That's so, right, and then uh, our, our QB, uh, everybody calls him Junior, Nolan Boone. He, uh, I think he threw for 250 and, and he had three touchdowns as well, which a big, big night for him. Uh, went into halftime 14-14. Uh, second half come out, just very competitive ball game. I think we went into OT and it was 35-35. Uh, we win the toss, go defense first. I think it takes them three, four plays to get in. And then at the, at the very end, a big first down, just a couple plays later, try to, try to stick it in at the end and just come up a little bit short, man. But kids played outstanding effort. How they represent us, I mean, I think the Oklahoma had us picked to lose 42-14. to 14. Well, they were wrong. So, 
And that that's kind of, you know. They wasn't I mean. keeping it 100 because that's they, what we do here. We keep it 100, yeah. They wasn't. Like I said, that, that's what made me uh, proud and excited because, like I said, I think a lot of people uh, have a vision and an idea of who we are. And this is a completely different team. This is a completely different staff, completely different. Every, I mean, we just for everything that we do and, and everything. I mean, we've the, the these kids have been really working hard for this opportunity. And like I said, it's just day to day, week to week at this time. Well, that's good stuff, Coach. I mean, one of the things I want to ask you, you know, what's it going to take to get hair, you know, where, where everybody else is around you? Because, you know, you got your Kyle Ivers, you got your Mewesies, you got your Delsies, McLeod, Chata Jones. So you're competing with all those teams around you, Coach, and trying to keep kids in your program, not for no one to come sneak them and take them from you, but trying to keep them in your program. What's it going to take to keep the kids? Because, one, you just got the new facilities, probably some of the best facilities around. So what's it going to take to keep these guys in Hera? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, with, with everything, we, we've got to produce and we've got to win ball games. I mean, that, that, that's what stung a little bit from the other night was, you know, I think within our program we understand what it takes and what, what we've got to do to take the next step. Uh, but we really want that to bleed off onto all of our other levels um, and, and, and really everybody involved. And that's, that's one thing I'll speak on is, is since I've been able to take over uh, my, my relationship with just our, our youth league and our booster club and all those things has, has been really, really positive and good. And ultimately, that just uh, gives our kids more opportunities because we're, we're able to provide them with, uh, you know, the, the best. Along with the facility, we're, we're able to, to give them the, the best nutrition program. We're able to, you know, feed them, get, give them anything that, that I see fit. It's kind of, I'll be even more specific to the point where, we're outfitting and getting our our youth in all the same top of the line helmets, top of the line equipment, whether it be yes. shoulder pads, all those type of things. Those are little details that I think get overlooked a lot of times. That that I know my and my staff are really emphasizing, and and the kids will take notice of that, and and, and they're going to know. And and ultimately, uh, they got to get to know me because I'm, I'm going to be the one that they're playing for yes, at the end of the day. Yes, sir. And so you'll see me a lot. Uh, you know, I, I don't have. I've got. A, I've got a baby girl on the way, but you'll you'll catch me on on the sidelines at the all the games, middle school, JV, freshman, sixth grade, fifth grade. You'll catch me if I can be there. I'm going to be there to support those guys, uh, not to do anything else but support them and let them get a chance, opportunity to meet me. That means a lot to those young men. Yeah, that's you know, huge. that's big time because yeah. I mean, like I say, I mean, you, you you know that come to have your high school coach right. come watch you play in little league. You know, yeah, so like, big. oh yeah, that's big even, time. That's really big getting time. Getting that relationship started even before they're coming into high school, they already got a um, little sneak peek of how you are and what you're about and stuff like that. That's that's big. Well, and all and to elaborate on that, I mean, the little things. I always uh, started doing this real recently. Is is I invite my my middle school kids, my elementary kids, their parents come to practice. Come see how it is. Yes, sir. Come see how. Check the vibe. Check the energy. I like that, Coach. Check yes. the emphasis. I didn't got nothing to hide. Right. You could take a picture. <laughs> you could text whoever you want to yeah. text. You you can make a phone call. Hey, you might have to you might have to listen to some Lil Uzi Vert or something. But I mean, <laughs> hey, I'm just telling y'all right now that 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 is the that's who I am. That's who we are, and that's like our administration. Anybody is always welcome. I mean, football is football, right. but. 
Chris Bleak is Chris Bleak. Come find out who he is, what he's about, and give it a, give it opportunity because, it, like I said, that's why we're here, keeping it 100. Coach, yeah, what, right. Coach, what I was to say, you, you keep know, it 100. I mean, that's yeah. – I mean uh, – One of the things I want to ask too, though, is like, you know, what's the difference between last year's team, you know, and this year's team? As you can see, you kind of got a wrong – because last year you guys were what? Was it one and nine? Yeah, we were one and nine, and, uh, you know – uh, coming in last year, you know, I, I was a part of that, and and, I, and I'll say this: I mean, Rome wasn't built in a day. No sir. Uh, we yeah. we you know, you get dealt a hand and you got to play with it, and and we we made a lot of good strides, and I think some of that's paying off even this year, right? Uh, of just getting a full off-season program, getting that that going, and really establishing our our roots and our culture. They're still in development today, but but understanding that the process in which it goes in to give yourself just even opportunity like Friday night. Right. I mean, I feel like, uh, you know, years previous and stuff like that, that game is 42 to 14. Yes, sir. But we never stopped believing. I think we were down 14 points with three, four minutes left in the ball game. And you snap your fingers, you blink, and, and it's a tie ball game. Or it's 30, I'm sorry, it was 33, 35. We got to have two-point conversion to go to OT. And like I said, that's – I mean – I, I, we've been in that situation before where maybe you don't convert that or maybe you don't even give yourself a chance with that three minutes right. left. And, uh, you know, I won't forget, I looked across the thing and DeMar and Cooper looked at me right in the eye and he said, everything good, coach? I just looked at him, I said, something good is about to happen. Something good is about to happen. They fumbled the ball. We pick it up. He runs off. He smiled at me. He said, you called it, coach. And I, <laughs> said, I, said, I said, but let's go. We, we still got to score 14 points, yeah. so let's go. So, uh, But, no, the transition from last year to this year uh, – just a lot of confidence, just being around me. And like I said, good off-season program. We get a full eight weeks in the summer. Uh, I know there's a lot of COVID stuff going on, but our administration worked really well with us. We did have some restrictions, but we got to be with the kids just about every day. Uh, and so, uh, like I said, it just uh, got to be patient. Got to put your head down keep working. And, and like Absolutely. I said, give it a little bit of time. It's, it's right. coming. You know, with that, you know, Historically, Hera, kind of a laughingstock Oklahoma high school football. I mean, not to knock on you guys, but you look in the past, it's just how it was. And, uh, you know, you get here, it looks like that you're starting to turn that around, starting to put them on the map. What are you doing differently? What's the culture looking like inside that locker room, inside the classroom, on the field, off the field, things like that? Yeah, I mean, a, a big thing with me is, is uh, we, we, talk, we talk about family a lot, and we talk about love a lot, and, uh, you know, Love can be described a lot of different ways, and so can family. And I think those are kind of generic terms a lot of people use and stuff like that. But man, we we've had a lot of different personal conversations, and I think those kids really, uh, you know, when you say something, do you mean it? Do you carry out those actions daily? Right? Uh, I mean, every team's got a motto and stuff like that. But but as a head coach and as our staff and as our leaders on our team, are we living that out through our actions in our in the classroom? Uh, with our relationship with our parents, yes, our friends. Uh, I mean, how do you talk to the coaches? How do you talk to the head coach? How do you deal with it? <laughs> how do you deal with adversity right. when it when it's really there? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so those kids look at me a lot of the times in those situations. Um, you know, we've we've had a lot of in today's society. It's worse than ever. But uh, you know, just like the COVID stuff right now, guy. And I would tell those guys a big saying. And, and, and they'll laugh at me sometimes, but, but they listen really detail. And I say faith over fear. And so it's very fearful. We don't know week to week, day to day, uh, if you're going to get to play or what situation we're going to have to face. We might not even know who we're playing, just like the John Marshall deal. Right. 
And so I, I just tell them, man, have faith in the guys in this room. Have faith in God. Ha have faith in me to do everything possible mm -hmm. to help you accomplish your goals and put you in a situation to succeed. And if you truly do that, good things will happen. And uh, I, I think that they were hesitant at early, but then through specific situations and, and, and everything that we faced, I think that they've gained a little bit more trust in us. Um, and like I said, in today's society, guys, with all the – the social injustice, the racism and stuff like that going on. I mean, that uh, we can't avoid that. Right. And, I mean, they, they got to know how I feel, how you feel, how they're feeling. They need a platform to kind of express themselves and stuff. And we, we've done a good job in our locker room addressing that, being open about it, and just being real about it. Uh, and I think that's one of the best things that – I guess that's me, Chris Bleak, is, is you know, keeping it 100. Maybe yeah. sometimes I, I cross over that line. Maybe sometimes I say things – that are a little bit too much over the edge, but but it's also something they, they respect because we right. talk about love and family. You know, so somebody that's family love you, they're gonna tell you the truth even if it even if it, if it hurts. hurts you. Yeah. If yes, it sir. hurts me, but it's gonna help me be a better football player, better individual, better character. It's gonna help me take the next step in my goals and my personal life. And and ultimately that's one thing I try to tell these kids is you're you're not just a football player to me. I mean it goes a lot further than that. Uh, and so I hope that that's something that the administration, those are some of the factors that went into them selecting me to be the head coach was, was my relationships with those guys. Absolutely. And, and sometimes it's great, sometimes it's bad. It's always real, and they know ultimately we're going to come together, we'll look out for each other yeah. and take care of them. And I'm glad, I'm glad that that's something that you make a priority, you know, somebody to have those uncomfortable conversations. But mm -hmm. those things definitely need to be addressed, and I think, you know, that, that's big. That's, that's awesome that you're doing that. So, Coach, do you have some players that stand out that you, you know, you think they're not getting recognized? That's why Keeping It 100 is here at Oklahoma High School Sports because we feel like a lot of kids get left behind or some coaches just pub so many other kids and there's a kid that might be right here, but he's not getting that that look that he needs to get because they're so focused on this kid. Or you see a kid that has a heck of a year, but, hey, at the end of the year, there's nothing to show for and so, do you, do you have any guys that you would like to get their names out there? Because that's what we want to do. We want to help a young man that might not get the notarized, the notarized what he needs to get from OK Prep or the Vibe or anybody, you know. Because like I said, at the end of the day, yeah, you can put a huddle tape out, but are they really, really, really getting what they need? Because I see that in a lot of kids, man. And I know, men, you kind of talked about this last <laughs> night, but I'm just keeping it 100, Coach, because this is what kind of gets me bullying because I see a lot of kids get left behind, a lot. Yeah, the – I'll, I'll I'll say this. I mean, winning cures everything, and winning gets you a lot more publicity uh, sometimes <laughs> and stuff. So, but but our but our saying in the locker room is the for, not the all vibe team, but the all hype team. So, yeah. uh, you know, we don't you know, and, that, and that's kind of been our mo, man. We don't get no respect, uh, even with a program, even with our kids and stuff like that. I think we have some phenomenal athletes and kids that, that do some some very unselfish things and then should be getting some looks uh potentially i kind of already mentioned a couple uh you know demarion cooper uh i say probably about 6'2 185 uh one of the best looking kids I've, I've ever seen coaching football and like i said does a bunch of unselfish things for us as far as week to week man he may be on the outside he may be a slot he may be a running back one week he may be a defensive back one week i mean he played linebacker some this week uh 
And, and you know, and so, sometimes that affects his, the bottom line statistics of things, but ultimately helps us achieve our goals. Yes, sir, right. And so, like I said, one game he may have five catches for 100 yards on TD. The next game he might not have a catch because he had to play every snap defensively <laughs> and took out their, one of their top passing threats, you know. Right. And so, uh, I, I think he's still going to get some opportunities, um, but, but I think he is heavily overlooked. Um, and, and then a great, great track star as well. He does a lot of good things there. Looking forward to that. You know, we didn't get to have track last year, and that hurt some of these kids yeah, ultimately. Because yeah, I'm going to tell you That's what, true. track time is track time, man. That 200-meter dash don't lie. That 100-meter dash don't, don't lie. lie. You right there. Uh, so, so I'm just telling you guys, the 40 times you, you, you go run it, it to you when nobody's looking and stuff like that, that that's one thing. But that, that track time don't lie. Uh, Shane Colton McAwee, like I said, he, he's been – he's also been getting some looks. Uh and I'd like that to be a little bit more in state, but he's he like he last his last game eleven catches, uh, he had four total touchdowns, over two hundred yards receiving. Um, I think that he's going to continue to 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 blossom as we just get more confident in, in us being able to to be us. You know yes, that sir. that was a big step. Somebody mentioned it yesterday. Was you guys you know had more offense last Friday against Cushing than than you did you know all last year. <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 some of that is just. You know, the confidence level, some guys get more experience and believing, and, in, it. And, and believing in it, right? And so, um, but I think Cole McAwee for sure. Uh, both those kids are seniors. Um, uh, we've got a couple juniors, I think, that could get some opportunities. And, and, and just like I said, don't – they're not on the all-hype team, nothing like that yet. Mm-hmm. So, we, we ain't worried about none of that. But they'll be uh, all running back. This has been his first year really getting the toad. He's been averaging about 20, 25 carries a game. Nick Moore. Um He's doesn't look like a running back, but he runs like a running back. He plays like a running back. <laughs> he does all the little things. I tell him all the time. I said, man, dude, you – He's you, a lunch guy, huh? He is, man. And I'm telling you, the little things he does right, blocking, catching, all that. Like, hey, you give me the ball, I'm going to run hard. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And, but but he does all the little things uh, right. Like I said, I think he's had – every game this year he's had over 100 total yards of offense. And usually that's rushing. He got to catch the ball a little bit this last week, which which was nice for him to showcase that. So he he executed that. And then uh, Nolan Boone, everybody calls him junior. So he's, uh, like I said, threw for over uh, 253 touchdowns. And we've really been running him a lot more this year. But it's just a confidence deal. Like a lot of these kids, like they just they, – they, the, they got the swagger. They got the walk. They, they believe in them – and it's come a long ways because a lot of those guys, I mean, they was young last year, thrown in the fire, didn't really know if we could accomplish some of those, those tasks and goals we really set out. And, uh, man, they're they're just – they're believing. But, uh, yeah, those, those are some guys, uh, you know, up front we, we are – we start four junior offensive linemen. That's good. So and, you have everybody and, coming back, you know. Man, I, like I said, we're 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 gonna be all right. And and so those kids, you know, I, I'm I'm afraid to tell you anybody because it could be all four, it could be one, two of them, any of them, uh, depending on how we use the the rest of this year and and, and going into the, uh, you know, going into off season, what we make of that, what we do with that, will determine a lot of these guys' opportunities. But they they've been, like I said, mentality wise, has been through the roof. I got just one uh, question, Coach. You've been around coaching. I mean, it's funny because, I mean, you know, we talked about your age and, I mean, you look like you're young enough to still go out there and play with the guys, but you, you got the, the mindset of, of an old, older coach. I mean, the way you, the way you kind of carry yourself, the way you kind of, you know, carry your scene. One of the things you talked about, you know, is, is discipline, you know, because I see a lot of that with the coaches these days that, you know, they talk a big game, but when a kid disrespects them, 
they're not doing anything about it. It's, it's still that kid goes back in the game. And so do you think a lot of these coaches, you know, nowadays are they are they like used car salesmen or are they really true to the kids? Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, you know, that's something been on my mind a lot and I really want to uh, continue to address it with my team is, is my – and, and I've been reading up a little bit about it, but passion versus purpose. And I talk about my passion. I mean, I, I want to coach football. I want to win football games. Right. And how far will I go as an individual to uh, ensure that I win versus what's my purpose in life? And that's to use this game to help develop these, these, these young kids into good men of high character, good fathers, uh, good brothers, good and, and good sons, and into that line. And so I think there, I think there's a line that you can't cross. And uh, I think our guys know that that we've been, you know, I I I am laid back to an extent. I am very in tune with them and, and some of the things that interest them and stuff like that. But at the end of the day, that it means a lot more to me that they use these experiences to to be better. Uh, people in the community to 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 seek further education outside of this, and to not be a, the, the stereotypical person in their family that maybe you know hits some roadblocks or faces challenges and right. and stuff. So I'm, like I said, that's that's one thing that that they know that that is clear cut with me as as far as our expectations within our program. Yes, sir. And like I said, it's not. Uh, uh, don't don't have a lot of rules, but but how we treat each other and, and and some of the things that we've let slide, just as a society. Right. I mean, we we face a lot of those challenges this summer, and it was. I'm not going to stand for it. I mean, they're like I said. I hope that these guys. I know my experience. I'm sure you guys are similar. A lot of the things I remember from my experience through through high school football and stuff, man. It it wasn't so much of winning or losing a game a lot of times as it was that that those relationships with those guys. And, and being in situations that looked very unfavorable for us and being able to overcome it, right? Yeah, right. And I think that's what – I think that's my MO as a coach now is, is I've got a chip on my shoulder. Those kids know that. We've got a chip on our shoulder. We don't – like I said, what you just said about her football, it, it's, the, it's the reality of the situation. Right. Okay, that – you – I mean, what are we going to do about it? How, how are we going to change that narrative as, as coaches, as kids, as a community? And so, like I said uh, – yeah, that's another thing. Like I said, I'm big on the family. I'm big about being all in. And when I say all in, we, I mean, that, that's everybody from yeah. the principal to the booster club president to my mom of my seventh grade quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's everybody, right? Everybody got to be and on it, the same page. Everybody got to be on the same page and understand that things may not always sway in our direction. It's even just like Friday night. But what's our mission? What's our purpose? Are we, are we progressing towards that? And how do we measure that? And, and then how do we continue to push forward in that regard, right. you know? I mean, that's great. That's great, Coach. I mean, like, one of the things is, too, you know, you kind of talk about it, you know, alumni. I feel like one of the schools here in the, in the, in the metro, you know, in the city, I think Colorado does a great job of bringing a bunch of, of, bringing a bunch of their alumni kids back yeah. on the sidelines to a state game, to whatever. And I think when people see that, hey, such such is here. You know, he played here five years ago, three years ago. He comes back. Do you feel like Heron needs to do that to, you know, kind of get to get on the map? Because, you know, my boys, you know, I think they've been to one game since they graduated. And I feel like, you know, when I was in Middle City, I would go back and watch, you know, the Bombers play. But I think that helps a lot, especially like when the younger kids see that, hey, they saw that kid play last year. Now he's back in the stands watching the game. And I, I think that brings a lot to the community that, hey, Joe blows back this weekend to come watch us play. 
Um, and I, you don't see that a lot in some of the schools. I think Colorado is one of the schools I see, see, see it happening a lot. You know, you go to a state championship game, they'll have 25 kids that play from that, you know, for Coach Rose or Coach Corley now that's back on the sideline cheering them on. And I think that helps a program, you know, it makes a kid want to say, man, I want to go to Hare. Oh, I want to go to this school because they see that. So they're like, hey, I want to come back and be part of that. And like you said, that's like being family. So I think alumni is a big part of helping grow your program too. Yeah, and and uh, no, I think that's, you know, I, I think about even just recently within our season, we are – uh, I've had multiple kids back on the sideline. You know, I think you're a little limited as far as got to be patient, got to build those relationships, right? right. We talked about my involvement uh, with the youth program, right? You know, I, I try to go to a practice every once in a while, and a lot of times the, the alumni is there actually running the practices. I mean, those, those are all guys that, uh, that went to Hera. Their kids are playing now. They probably had a little bit of success, or they really liked that moment. And really just working to establish that relationship and – and even to the point that I made back with you is come to practice. I mean, I don't care if it's a middle school athlete. I don't care if you dad, anything like that. Get around the game again and, and know that we're not there. I ain't got nothing to hide, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm me and I'm going to do things the way that I want to do them through my purpose with my passion to, to <laughs> make sure that we accomplish our goals. But, but it's an open door. I mean, it, that, that goes for anybody. Uh, but, but I still think there has to be some effort on the head coach's side and his staff to establish those relationships and really promote that that uh, atmosphere, mm-hmm. right? Because it's not just a game. Like I said, it could be a practice. It could be anything like that. And uh, th- those are some things that I, I just remembered. You know, we just had homecoming uh, a couple weeks ago and, and had a lot of those guys. They come down on the sideline pretty excited. And like you said, the players really – uh, especially some of those younger guys, man. Some of those freshman sophomores get a lot of playing time right now. You know, uh, they they watch that that senior running back rush for two hundred, or right. or make that uh, leaping touchdown to to seal the game against McLeod. So they they like to see him back around and say, "Hey, man, hair of football, you are hair of football, man." Yes, you know, and that's one thing too, guys. Is, is we we talk about a lot is, uh, you know. The, these kids, they're the ones out there winning football games. And I think that gets overshadowed a lot uh, because a lot of times we want to take credit for that. We want the accolades. We want the, you know, I want everybody wants their, their paper, their name in the paper and all that stuff. And, and ultimately, you know, from my experience through this whole process and just being a coach and now being a head coach is I don't tell those kids enough that I love them and I appreciate them because ultimately they're making the decision to make that tackle. They're making the decision to make that block. Everything looks good on paper, but ultimately you got to go execute that. And that, and they know those are kids making those decisions play after play. And like I said, that's why you always you always see me. I'm, I'm always reminding my kids and myself that I'm blessed and I always remind my kids and myself <laughs> to be you. You. Because, uh, like I said, I'm I'm here for a reason because of who I am and what I represent. Those kids have the success they have because they're making those unconscious, unselfish decisions play after play, man. And it's, like I said, it's, it's been a great experience to see them come together, man, and just compete at a high level. Uh, I can see you're very excited about the season. Like I said, right now you're sitting at 2-2, two and two, and you got a big game coming up this week, the Total Tigers. Uh, you guys probably start game planning for it, but – you know, after the boys kind of did what they did last Friday night, I believe in their heads, they probably believe we can go play with Tuttle. I know Tuttle won a state championship a couple of few, you know, a few years back, but hey, right now they're playing with great confidence. 
I mean, they know they ain't going to compete with anybody. You said, I mean, now you got the running game going and you got the passing game going. So that helps a lot. So I know it's going to be a tough game coming Friday night. But, you know, I think, like you said, the boys believe in what's going on. Because, you know, when you're when one game, you're kind of down. You, you see it on the face like, oh, man. But now you're starting to win ball games. Hey, we can do this. We can do this. Hey, what happens if Tuttle's quarterback goes down Friday night? He might get sick. Ridden back. So you got to believe that what's going to happen this Friday night. Hey, right now we're playing for a playoff position is what we're playing for. I got the gold ball. We used to keep it on the table, but you took the spot tonight. The gold ball, we call it the road to the gold ball. And I know that's what you guys are trying to do. That's one of the goals you're shooting for. He's just shooting. He's probably trying to get a district, you know, you know, win district or even get in the playoffs. That would be big for the town of Hare because, what, the last three years you guys won, what, three games? Right. Three games. Right. You're sitting at two games right now. Yep. So you're, you're ahead of the schedule. What, is this your first or second year? First year being a head coach. First yeah. year being a head coach. Yeah. I mean, you're doing big things in Hera. I mean, you gotta be you gotta be pumping yourself on the chest. I know you're not all the way there yet, but the things that you're doing for the community of Hera, man, I'm telling you, when we start doing these shows, we look at coaches like who do we want to bring on. You were somebody. I didn't even know who you was, coach. I'll be honest with oh, you. Oh yeah. yeah. But I, I looked at you, man. I started kind of following you on Twitter and looking at you, and I said, man, this guy's a he's a winner. He's a winner. You turn a program around. You don't have some of the stuff some of these other programs have. You, you got kids leaving your program, going to other schools, and you're trying to fight that, but you're keeping you're trying to keep your kids in here. So think about if you kept half the kids that you had in here, where you sitting at? So I mean, no, you're doing great things. Well, and I, that's something I want to hit on that you said too was what was being a winner, man. And, and that goes back to my purpose and, and really trying to preach these kids and getting to understand that being a winner – is, is, is more than just, just football, right? Like, I'm, I'm going to – we talk about winning today. We talk about winning uh, – you know, a big thing we do within our program is we have voluntary 6 a.m. workouts four days a week during the season. Yes, sir. Well, I'm telling you right now, I mean, we're, we're busting, you know, 25 kids in the varsity are showing up Monday through Thursday to get that 6 a.m. workout in. And we talk about just how, do, how are we going to start the day off? How are we going to win today? Well, we're going to win. We'll be here at 6 a.m. We'll bust our tail. Everything everything go good. Then we're going to go to the classroom. We're going to win there. And then practice daily. we got to come in with that mindset of, of, of winning despite the circumstances, whether it be kids out for COVID or this kid doing that or ineligible or who we're playing, anything like that. That doesn't define us, and that doesn't that doesn't change the matter of fact that we're still going to win this drill, win science, win one-on-ones, whatever it should be. And, and those kids know I've got the same mentality as far as game planning, as far as strategy, as far as setting them up. Is is I'm trying to I'm trying to get these guys in the best position to win. But uh, you know, it, like I said, this has a lot less to do with me and a lot more to do with uh, some of these kids that did make that decision to 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 stick with me. And, and stick with some of the positive change being made because we always don't see those results instantly. But those kids, they, they this is kind of what they wanted and kind of where they were leaning towards. And I, I know it was a tough decision. Like I tell everybody, uh, we have the facilities. We, we have some of the resources, I think, that, that make this a, a, a job that a lot of people saw. But uh, ultimately, I think the community and administration made that decision because they saw – a young guy, motivated, young guy. confident, uh, but but not not in the sense it's going to hurt him, but really just going to propel him to do everything for these kids. It's like it's like the six a.m. deal. Mm-hmm. I don't need to tell a lot of people about that. You'll you'll see that on the field. Right. You'll see that on the track. You'll see that through our conditioning and stuff right. like that. You know, ultimately, 
you know, I, I don't know how many other people are doing similar things like that, but ultimately that's something that those kids wanted. That's something that, those, that, that we felt going to be necessary to our growth as a program, not just this year, but the years to come because we have a lot of involvement with uh, our younger kids in that as well. That's so, what I want to ask you in the closing thoughts. Where do you see the Hair Panthers in the future? You're a young coach, mm-hmm. first year. You got many years to go. When you see the Hair Panthers, because I mean, this hey, this is it right here, baby. You can right now you're building, like you said, Rome wasn't built in one day, right? And and right now you're chipping away at building it. You're gonna build a dynasty. You can see it coming. I mean, you got to think about it. If anybody has followed Hair for the last five to six years. You guys have done great. I mean, especially this year, man. You got two games. You lost what? Both games you lost is about what? By, uh, by one possession. One possession. By one I mean, possession that, that, and, and a lot of that comes from them learning to win the ball game. Right. Because you, kids, it's easy to lose a ball game. You're but to win ball right. If you have not used to winning, it's hard to win that ball game. So once they believe in that hard that, hey, I can win this ball game, they're going to start winning them games that they're, they're losing on one possession or losing in overtime or losing because we fumbled or we, we had an offside. So right now, you've, like I said, you've done a great job getting here or whatever. And, I, and like I said, it's going to be fun to follow you these next few years to see what you do with this program. Because like I said, you got one of the best facilities out here. You do. You know, I mean, I don't know how good your booster club's involved, but right now the way you're talking – Going out and dealing with the you know little leagues and elementaries and getting the community involved and you know getting people in the stands because that's what it's all about. People coming out on Friday night, people traveling where you go. You know you want to see those pants like when I played in Midwest City back in the early '90s and we would have five thousand, six thousand people. I know when we played Dell City, we would have to get extra bleachers to come out to sit people. And and I mean I went to the Call Auburn game on Friday night and it was good to see that kind of crowd. And, and the call-out stands. And I'm not a big CA guy. I'm a bomber, baby, for life. Right. But, you know, but right now I'm following all high school teams. And, you know, right now, you know, we guys, we're on Hera. And I just think you're doing a great job with the Hera Panthers, man. And, I mean, it's good to have you on the show to get to talk high school football, keep it 100, because I feel like Hera has done a great job in hiring you. And I tell you, a young coach, people's going to come after you, man. I'm going to tell you about that now. I mean, well, hey, no, I know that's your hey, home. Well, but but, hey, but, you, but and, and we know that. And I think, yeah. that, I think that's our team, though, right? Yeah. It's like we don't – I think I think they can – They we, we talk about energy and vibes and what we bring to each practice and each, uh, each situation we deal with this conflicting, you know. And th- those are things that are all public and that are all those kids knew, the community knows and stuff like that. And, and – you know, we talk about where where do I see Hera, Hera Panther football going, right? We're starting off, man. We we have small goals that lead to bigger goals. It's like you said, we need to get in the playoffs. We 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 need to win. We need to finish games. We need to finish drives. We need to take that that next step to to where we can fit close out a game and stuff like that. But it's it's uh, it's it's been, man, it's been a roller coaster this year. It's just been wild. And these these kids, I I don't know. This will be a year nobody will ever forget, let yeah. alone being my first year being a head coach. But just through the experience we faced with the COVID deal is is the, these kids don't get enough credit because we're asking uh, with, with everything going on with society, uh, with COVID and all the social deals and everything like that, these kids show up day after day, week after week at 6 a.m. and are grinding and are asking me and our staff, what can we do, coach? What can we do to give ourselves a shot? And so – uh, like I said, these uh, the community is doing a great job raising these kids, and, and like I said, I'm so appreciative of them, our administration, for allowing me to to coach under these circumstances. You know, we we follow a lot of guidelines and protocols, stuff like that. But ultimately, 
that's still on me. And we've been doing a great job as far as a, a staff and a football program. But uh, goal is always to make the playoffs, man. You never know what happens come week 11. Nope. And, and a lot of teams don't hey, get that opportunity, what? man. Everybody's, everybody's zero and zero, baby. Yep. Zero uh, zero. So it's been that, – that's the number one goal right now. And, and like I said, hopefully when we, we keep on winning, keep on giving ourselves a chance – that, that some of these kids will start to get more more pub and, and get more opportunities outside of just Harrow football. Yes, sir. Right. You know? Yes, yeah. sir. Well, Coach Chris, man, it is a pleasure to have you on this show, keeping it 100 Absolutely. high school sports, Oklahoma high school sports. And it's to see you, what you're doing with Harrow Panthers, man, it's, it's, it's like I said, I'm thrilled, I'm tickled, man. I can't wait to keep following you. Come check out a game, man, because I think what you're doing is a great job. Like I said, you know, especially what they've been through, losing kids, you know, the program, you know, lost the coach, lost a couple of coaches because you had some coaches get fired. Then your head coach, he ended up quitting, and you ended up getting his job. Is that how it went down? Or, I mean, how did that go? Yeah, no, I mean, he, he just retired. He retired, okay. I mean, like I said, he and, and man, he, he's been such a mentor for me and, and really helped develop and mold me into, you know, having some of those concrete beliefs. You know, you kind of talked about that. You, you hit on that about, hey – you know, you're a young, sporadic, like upbeat guy, but then you got this mindset of of an of a, yeah. older, you do, more sophisticated gentleman, yeah. like like coach, and <laughs> and ultimately it's been a been that that's how I was coached, and that's how you know I've been around, and and some of the and we had a lot of success during those times where we've been in a similar situation, and it was just like, hey, you know, I'm I'm me, I'm gonna be me, but I'm also gonna understand the the benefits of that style and, and that mindset and what it had and, and who we want to be as a team and, and how I'm trying to mold us. So, uh, but yeah, no, it just, we was there for nine months and, and he got to the point where he had the opportunity to retire yes, and, and, and do yeah. some other things. I don't and, blame him. And, hey, uh, I'm ready to retire. You know, I mean, that's, I mean, Hey, nobody can blame <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, so yeah, you, yeah. when you crunch the numbers, stuff like that, it made sense. And, uh, on my end, you know, I had a similar situation a year before where I had pursued multiple jobs and, and not gotten that opportunity. And, you know, and so I thought, okay, you know, and, and so he got the Hera job. And I thought, well, I mean, I don't know much about Hera, but yeah. I said, I love the part of the state. Uh, it's not too far away from family. And so I, I pursued that with him. And, and, and like I said, me uh, have just, just coming into a situation where there's a lot of pieces moving around in and out kids in and out stuff like that and having to kind of to win over the community in a new facet and, and the kids as well and and go through a, a, a rebuilding a struggle of a year just amidst that i think they went 0 and 10 before that year yeah, yeah they did and so we go one and nine and it was just like it really challenged me as a coach <laughs> like, as oh, a man, person you scratching your head like uh, hey, i packed my wife up yeah, the here, man. Yeah, she I, asked, <laughs> I asked myself that but but in the midst of that man relationships got really tight and where it's establishing who I wanted to be as a coach, as a person, and really had to ask myself constantly, like, what are you gonna, what, what, what's the answer to this problem? Like, these are kids, coach. They're, they're busting their tail for me. I got to continue to look at ways to put them in positions to succeed. And so we, we kept grinding away. And like I said, I felt like we learned a lot. I know I learned a lot about myself, but those kids learned a lot about how we're gonna do it, how we're gonna practice, how we're gonna do all these things. And, and everybody does a little bit different. But be you, be you, and and be sold out to being you. Don't be flaky about it because I, I, hey, I, there's one some of my favorite, teams. One of my favorite lines, coach, is "Don't be Drake," and I call it fake love. That's right. <laughs> don't be Drake. Don't be fake love. Don't tell right. these kids what they want to hear. Then when it's over, it's over. You don't hear from them no more. Right. Love those kids twenty four seven because at the end of the day, 
you know, you need those kids to help win ball games on Friday nights. You do. You know, you can say you don't, but if you ain't got nobody out there playing and, and, and nobody's out there winning ball games, you got to think, if you know if you win, I mean, Reddit, Danny loves you, the administration loves you. Right. But if you go four or five years not winning no ball games, they're going to say, is this the man for the job? So I, I know how it goes, man. That's at any job. I don't care if it's high school, college, pro. That's just way we all going to catch some heat if we're not winning ball games. So, right. But like I said, Coach, it's a pleasure having you on the show, keeping 100 Oklahoma mm-hmm. high school sports. Good luck to you in the Harrow Panthers this weekend against the Total Tigers. Knock down them Tigers, even though I'm a Tony the Tiger, but knock down them <laughs> Tigers this week and go take care of business, baby, because, hey, them Panthers on fire. Go, go finish it strong. Thank you guys for having me on, man. No I, I, I appreciate you. it.